Bart, thank you for um, you know scheduling the call and um, agreeing to do a call with me and let me post it on uh, on my channel and everything. That's really awesome. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes. So I, really how we normally go about these calls is you can give me a little uh, overview of your business and what you're doing and what you're, uh, what's going on, and then I can answer your questions. Yeah, of course. Well, actually, I don't have a business yet. That's why that's what I'm trying to create. That's that's what I wanted to call you for. Um, so I'm, as I mentioned in an email, I'm considering investing in real estate in the U.S. I'm from Argentina, so... Okay. I'm considering starting to invest in real estate in the U.S. and I wanted to know how uh, to, uh, how to properly structure uh, the entities necessary to, to, start to purchase properties over there. And so what can you tell me about uh, the legal structure? Yeah, sure. So um, there's a couple of things to consider when buying real estate in the U.S. and investing in real estate here. And, um, you know, legal, the legal issues are important. So that's generally, it's better to have an entity than own it in your real name. So that's the first thing is, uh, you know, having an entity to use and uh, to keep protect yourself from legal liability because we have a really sue happy kind of economy here. People get sued a lot. And, uh, you know, if someone falls down the stairs in your apartment, they'll sue you, right? You don't want them to be able to get more than you already have in that company, right? So that's fine. It, and then in terms of entities, there's LLCs and corporations. And I don't know how much you know about the difference, um, but generally those are the options you have for real estate. And LLC is just for legal liability purposes. It doesn't give you any kind of tax shielding and it doesn't really necessarily help with um, estate taxes, which is another issue that I'm gonna get into next. And um, the corporation's probably better, but it depends on the size of the real estate, right? Because corporations have a little additional um, tax filings, but they're also a little easier to transfer and and things like that. What, what's your goal with the real estate? Are you trying to buy and rent? Are you trying to, um, um, you know, invest and then flip? Or are you trying to sell them and make get capital gains? What's your goals with the rentals? So my goal, yeah, my goal is uh, long-term investment, investment, investments. So yeah, my strategy uh, is going to consist in uh, buying a property and of course renting and so it would be a rental property, what you call rental properties. Yeah, sure. So yeah, I'm not I'm not looking to to like flip properties. I have read that um, for international investors that that could be very uh, I don't know problematic in terms it's, of tactics. It's complicated operationally if you think about it. You can't manage it because you're not around. You know, you're in another country. So and there's a lot of hands-on work that goes into flipping properties. Um, in terms of taxes, I'm always going to say, you know, do whatever you can make the most money doing. You can always open a corporation and flip houses in the corporation and be completely shielded from any tax liability yourself. So that, that shouldn't slow you down. It's more, I, I honestly think that just operationally flipping houses in another country has a lot more risk unless you have someone here that you really trust is managing it for you. Um, so yeah, well, yeah, one of my biggest concerns is taxes so i'm from argentina and i'm aware that argentina and usa uh, have a double taxation treaty uh, I, I don't know if you're familiar with that with that treaty yeah so as far as i'm concerned i will have to pay uh, taxes in the u.s and argentina for one property so the same dollar is going to be taxed uh, twice which 
I don't want to do. I mean, no, is there any because, legal? Just because well, there's, yeah. Let me. I'm sorry to cut you off. Just because you have a, um, there's no double tax treaty doesn't mean you're going to be taxed in both countries. Generally, if you're operating a business oh. in one in one country, that's the country that has the right to tax you on it. So if you have rental property in the U.S., you have to pay taxes on that in the U.S. because it's physically in the U.S. I'm not positive, but I'm fairly certain that if you talk to your tax advisor in Argentina, they'll tell you there's some sort of credit allowable for taxes paid in the United States because most, most countries generally won't uh, impose a double taxation. But if you're not paying tax on the property here, then you might have to pay in Argentina. But generally, the, the treaties are more for... Um, determining, helping you determine where things should be taxed when you have more global businesses. But in terms of real estate, it's pretty shut and dry. If real estate is located in a country, that's the country where you pay your taxes. So that's, okay, pretty, that's pretty simple. So um, if you own the LLC yourself, you would file a personal tax return and you would have to do certain elections and you would have to um, report the income and the expenses of the property and you probably won't pay any taxes just because most rental properties with depreciation don't have to pay any taxes. Uh, and if you use a corporation, the corporation would, you know, do the same thing, would report the income and the expenses and um, probably wouldn't pay any taxes. The differences between these um, happen in the, when you're selling the property and then also when you are, um, in case you, in case you die, uh, excuse my candor, but um, the estate taxes are pretty serious. If you own uh, property yourself personally, you won't be able to transfer it to uh, your family members or loved ones without paying a 40% estate tax. And it's a little complicated. I'm not going to go into the details, but um, that that's subject to tax. And then technically, if you have a corporation, a corporation, corporate shares technically are also subject to the estate tax. But practically speaking, it doesn't get put through probate because it's in a corporation. And okay. the most the most secure way to do it, if you're investing millions in real estate, would be to have a foreign, even an Argentinian co company, own your U.S. corporation officially, and that would okay. be the safest the safest way to do it. But um, mostly, if you if you're buying a like, what's the level of property you're looking to buy? Like a hundred thousand dollar house, a two hundred thousand dollar house, or like eight hundred thousand dollar house? No, no, I'm interested in commercial property, multifamily. So that would be, uh, I'm looking at uh, 30 plus units. So it's going to be pretty big deals. Yeah. So then you should probably use a corporation. You a should corporation? open. Yes. A U.S. corporation. And um, so, so with a corporation, I'm going to get into all the details for you. you this call is going to be recorded so you can, you know, refer to it later because it's a lot of details in one call, but with a corporation, um, basically any dividends that you pay yourself are subject to 30% withholdings. So you're going to have to pay 30% tax in the U.S. on any dividends you send yourself. Right? Um, and that's out of corporate profits. That's after the corporation pays tax. Um, you can get away from paying dividends if you liquidate your corporation. So for like people who have big investments, maybe open a, a corporation for each property or maybe um, uh at least to separate legal liability, have one master, one top level corporation, and then different companies that own each separate property so that you can sell them easier and so you can deed them out. And it's not that expensive opening a lot of companies like that. So that's something to consider. Uh, I think for your specific case, before you decide to buy, you know, we should have another call, like really get into the details. And this is all concept right now, all theory. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is, um, 
uh, it's easier to get loans and it's easier to operate with the corporation. So you're going to be like selling stock. If you want to uh, get other investors, it's all going to be easier using a, a corporation. Yeah, because I mean, literally I've read everywhere that when it comes to real estate investing, uh, don't matter if you are a U.S. resident or not, the LLC is going to be like the best entity to start uh, purchasing properties. I mean, I've read that the best strategy is to have a Wyoming or Delaware LLC as the main LLC and then have that same LLC on all the others uh, that you have to create to purchase every property. You can do it that way if you want. It all depends on, and that's like, again, for legal liability purposes and then also for, um, you know, it doesn't really give you much tax, like differences, there's no differences from tax standpoint, really, you know, if a corporation owns a property, the corporation pays tax on it, just the different levels and stuff is more for legal purposes, but um, you should, and the, the LLCs, LLC is fine for all owning the property, but the ultimate owner of all the LLCs should be a corporation, especially in your, your situation. Just because of what I said, the uh, uh, flexibility in banking and operating, um, the ability to sell shares and uh, get other investors and the, the protection and the separation between you and um, your, your business from a tax standpoint. Generally, yeah, bigger because, businesses I mean are better with corporations. Yeah, as, as I mean, and you must hear this all the time, but uh, I want to pay taxes. I want to pay like as little taxes as I can, if, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, so that's the whole point. So that's that's also another good point is um, as the businesses do well, um, the corporate, corporate tax rate is 21% and then you have state um, taxes to factor in depending on where you invest. And you need to Another thing I didn't mention is wherever you're buying properties, where you should open the companies. It just makes it easier since if you if you have a Wyoming corporation, you have to register in Florida anyways if you're buying a property in Florida. So there's no no reason to just just open a Florida company instead. Okay. It's and how much taxes uh, how much taxes do LLC pay? So an L it's not an, an LLC doesn't pay taxes. It would be you personally. Oh, it's um, a full it, through, right? It's a flow through. So do you have partners though? Or is it all you? No, it's all me. So if you have partners, it gets even more complicated. But if it's all you, then... Um, I mean, I will have investors, but they, they're not going to be like... I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about bringing, like, raising money from investors. But they, they are not called partners, right? Well, are they going to own a portion of the company? Or are they going to no, just no, give no, you no. loans? Just loans? Yeah, just loans. Okay, then they wouldn't be, they'd be investors, they'd be giving you loans, they wouldn't have any equity ownership. So from that standpoint, um, so, so the benefits of an LLC are really, um, it's easier to open and it's a little bit less you have to do because you don't have to file a separate tax return, you only have to file your personal, well, I guess for you, you wouldn't be filing a tax return normally anyway, so if you still have to do a tax return, a personal tax return with your, all of your information, we have to get you an I-10, and everything and the benefits are that if you when you sell the property the you'll you'll pay less taxes on long-term capital gains but um we have to still review how that would be taxed in argentina if you're still living there and it would also i'm gonna um, hear yeah my plan yeah. is to move there that that's the part i didn't tell you about i mean my idea is to like purchase uh, create an l and, and the entity i need to and then move there and then 
I mean, I want to ask you if there's any legal way to get an address there and stay stay to live there either before or after purchasing the first property. So, I mean, on a tourist visa or getting like permanent residency in the U.S.? Well, I've, I, I've read a lot about this uh, business visa that USA, uh, that you can get as an international investor. Yeah. So, I don't know if you know something about that. I know I know a lot about immigration and visas and stuff. Oh, great. You probably heard about the uh, the E2 visa and... Um, exactly. Yeah, so the E2 is good. You have, it's... um. If you have a multifamily unit and you, what you'd have to do is you'd have to employ the property managers as employees. And that's basically what you would, uh, would do because the idea is you have to have a business that employs Americans and employs US people. And um, from that, you wouldn't outsource your property management. You'd have to hire employees to do your property management for you. And that's how you could make it work. Okay, so, but I, I, I know that uh, most of the um, real estate companies, they, they, they have their own uh, management team i mean they sure i mean are you hiring them when you purchase the property so so the thing is if you want to get an e2 visa you have to have u.s employees the idea is that you're a small business owner and you're creating jobs for americans and that's why you need the uh the visa just so you can grow your business and hire more americans and give more jobs to americans and from that perspective you need to hire americans you have to have employees that you actually pay here and generally, um, property managers are, there's companies that do that and then they pay their employees. Uh, I'm just saying that you need to structure your compensation differently and you need to, um, I mean, you need to work with an attorney to figure this all out. But if you're investing more than 150,000, which sounds like you are, then you would, um, you know, you'd be able to qualify for this piece and we could, we could put the pieces together and make it work for you. Okay, great. Uh, um, what else can you tell me about, um, entities like uh i don't know if you i have a couple of questions here uh i told you one of my biggest concerns uh, was taxes uh, and i have another big concern which is getting a loan as i'm an international investor uh, i don't think it's possible or if it it is possible it's going to be uh, much more difficult to go uh, to a bank and get a, so a, we, a 75 percent loan to value right well, we get, um, we, we can help our client get loans. We, we're in Miami. So, you know, there's a ton of, I, my apartment, the place where I'm living now, I'm just renting is owned by an Argentinian gentleman also. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it's not a coincidence. Most of the apartments here are owned by people in Latin America and they give out loans to people and we have a, a bunch of lenders that can do it, but generally you're, you're right. They are more collateralized. So you probably, you know, need 30, 30, 30% down, 35%, 25%, depending on the size of the loan. So you just need more down, but um, you know, it's, uh, what's the word? It's still possible, it's still an option. Like Miami is a, I don't know where you're planning to invest, but um, we have mortgage brokers out here that can do it. Um, in terms yeah, of taxes- what I was thinking is like, I don't know, you're thinking about- About what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about bringing like, bringing in some U.S. citizen with a good credit in a very minor capacity to the LLC or corporation in order to facilitate uh, getting a loan or something. I don't know if that's legal, but that that's what well, I, I, mean, I was that, thinking about. Like, I mean, that person, in, that person bringing in some 
I mean, that person is a with a good credit in order to, for, I mean, for of getting old. Yeah, I mean, that person would have to put their name on everything and be liable for everything, though. So, I mean, if you can find someone that'll do that for you, then then that's great, I guess. Yeah, that's a good that's a good deal. If you can find someone that'll do that, sure. Yeah, that, I mean, the loan is going to be to be, uh, I mean, you have to go get the loan on, on the LLC's name or, or corporation's name or on your own name. Um see your companies won't have any established credit it would be in the uh, in the person's name it wouldn't be in the company name because the company is just going to be open brand new it's all based on the, the person signing the loan is going to be the actual person with the credit history and the person who's going to be responsible for the loan based oh okay understood. yeah okay um and uh, one, one thing I, one thing i want to touch on real quick is and regarding taxes no matter what you choose because of the way real estate works and with depreciation and the way the expenses are, you generally won't pay any taxes on your rental property unless you're really crushing it. You're really selling way above what you paid for it or rent, you know, you really have a good cat. Like unless you're doing something really awesome, you're not going to have much income. You're not going to be paying much taxes no matter what entity you choose just because of the way um, you're allowed to depreciate property here. So, it's the taxes are all about when you're disposing it. That's when the, the there's an issue. The more the, the concerns, more like taxes upon liquidation, and then um, uh, the other part was like estate taxes and then operational concerns. Yeah, I'm aware that you recover uh, most of the taxes, if not all, by depreciation, right? Yeah, it's just rental properties. Uh, the way it works out with depreciation, you just don't end up paying taxes most of the time on rental properties, unless, like I said you're renting for way above the value that you purchased it at. Yeah. Okay. Um, is, is there anything else you, you, you might want to tell me or advise me? Regarding yeah, I think, I think this is a good start to get, um, to get your stuff in order. I definitely recommend, uh, we, if you when, when you're ready to do this, we talk with uh, my immigration attorney and uh, we get into more specifics and more detail because you're plan what you're doing, is pretty particular and I think it needs to be, uh, I would recommend you actually plan it out instead of just getting information from different sources and trying to do it yourself. It's, it's a, a big endeavor. So I recommend you, uh, you know, um, when you're ready to do it, talk with um, some professionals and uh, get it all out in writing and move forward like that. But I think- Yeah, of course, I mean, yeah. I wanna do it all legally, of course, like from raising money to setting up the entity. So I don't wanna miss any, any steps, you know? Of course not, yeah. So I mean, this is so like is I'm there, saying. Is there any, do, you, do you have any any package or something? Do you have uh, prices to take a look at of your services? Yeah, mostly what we do is um, like we do like a tax planning service. And what I did for uh, another UK gentleman uh, like a month ago was something similar. We basically work with you to give you all you need in terms of the immigration advice. And we don't do the immigration. We have a attorney we can refer you to, but he can answer all your questions. We refer you to lenders. We'll advise how to structure it. And we, and when I say advise how to structure it, I'm going to give you a pro cons of each and talk through both options and then make a decision with you and then open the companies for you. And then if you in the future need deeds done and need transfers done, we can do that too. So we do it all. And basically it's a tax planning package. So when um, if you if you want to move forward with us, it's, uh, generally this package is $3,500 and we just work through the whole um, process with you and give you all the, like I said, all the referrals and all the guidance on what company you do. 3,500, do you say? Yeah. Okay. 
And uh, do, do you have the? Could you uh, and tell me? Don't 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 be afraid of of saying no. But uh, is it possible to get the uh, the contact of that uh, immigration attorney you work with? Of course, of course. Uh, did yeah. you send me? Do you, can you shoot me an email with with the contact, please? Yes, Joaquin Rosales. He's amazing. I'll put that in my video too. He's okay. the best. So uh, he, he's about he's in, we share an office space. He's in the down the hall from me, so I work. I see him all the time. We do a lot of immigration okay. stuff. So yeah, right. I'll definitely email you his contact. Okay, great. So yeah, so I mean, I, 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 as you know, I mean, the markets are gonna throw throw out a lot of opportunities after all this is gone. For sure. So I want to yeah. move. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to move as fast as possible, but it's like I'm, I'm stuck because uh, here in Argentina we are also in lockdown, so the, so the airport is, is closed. So, and I mean, I would like to, to take a trip to the USA for a week at least, in order to, to start the whole process. I mean, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing all, doing it all online. Which I know it's possible, but it's investing in real estate is tough. You like to you like to see the real estate if you're investing in real estate, you know. Yeah, of course. It. I mean, but apart from that, that's that's gonna be the next step. But the first step is to set it all up in the in the right way, you know. So I wanna be. I mean, I would like to have a meeting with you face to face in, in case I decide to work with you. But again, I mean, I can't do much if if the airports are are closed. So hopefully, they did this. Uh, this month they reopen again and I can I can fly over there but yeah I, I just I'll have to see any and if they all open uh, we will have to move forward uh, at distance you know that's fine I mean uh, we do most of our business at distance anyways just because our people are from our clients from all over Argentina is pretty far if uh, so you can't drive I get it um, boat would take forever <laughs> I could, but yeah, it would take like more than a month. <laughs> well, you know, the, we're locked down. I mean, I'm I, the airport's right over there. You can't see it, but I see planes. Is it open? I see planes. I saw like six, seven planes yesterday. Uh, it's bright out here now. I don't see any planes right now, but you know, I can see the airport's right over there. So usually, I can see planes flying over. And I saw like five or six planes yesterday. Yeah, I have a couple friends locked there. I mean, they were supposed to come back a month ago, and they they they, they weren't allowed. They canceled every every single flight they had. So but that's more that's that's an Argentina thing. That's not a U.S. thing. I think the U.S. would allow them to go out. I just don't think Argentina is letting them come in. Yeah, that's why. I mean, no air no airplane can either uh, take off or land here because, it, as I said, it's closed. So that it might be because of that. And I think the Corona is not going to get any better. Um, I don't know. You see the highways over there? It's full of yeah, cars. There's totally people weird. out. No, no, there's people out. There's the, the highways are all full of cars. Oh, and see. You can't see it too far on my front oh, facing yeah. surface camera. But yeah, people are out. It's, I don't think it's going to get any better. I think it's going to get worse here before it gets better. Yeah, the worst part is yet to come. So we, we got we to gotta just take care of ourselves and, and try to stay in as much as possible. But yeah, if you want to get started, uh, I'm happy to you know talk to you more about it, do more planning and stuff, and uh, just let me know you have my email, and I'll and I'll send you the email of uh, my attorney Joaquin. Okay, perfect. And can you please uh, send me in, in the same email uh, a description of the price uh, broken we'll down we, with, yeah, with, sure. with the services? Sure, we'll do. So I, okay. I'll do that. So Bart, thank you so much for um, taking the time to speak today, and uh, thank you for letting yeah, us share you, this James. call on on YouTube. I appreciate it.